0: Basically, feng shui is acupuncture for your home. So if your home is off balance, you're going to be off balance.
1: Okay, perfect. Well, let's hop right in. So, I'm selfishly so excited for this episode because not only do I love money, but I also love interior design. I love business. I love making spaces feel beautiful. And so, I'm just selfishly so excited for this. So, firstly, for all the listeners, we would love to hear know your story how you found feng shui or maybe how feng shui found you and kind of like your journey up until this point Yeah, for sure.
0: Well, um, feng shui, as you were saying it, how I found feng shui, feng shui certainly found me. (laughs) So um, I actually got my first books about feng shui when I was about 15. Um, We moved house many times Uh, growing up. My parents would buy a house, renovate it, move into a new house. And um, that was kind of always a fascination of mine. So homes and buildings have always been a thing. Um, And then I I didn't ever really want to be an entrepreneur. because my parents were and I wanted to work in a normal job work nine to five be normal but that just didn't work out very well and my I studied business and um in my first kind of marketing job after a few months I was like that's it I'm never doing this again (laughs) so I quit and um I ended up working in the family business for eight years and during that time I became very very disheartened with life I I'm a very bright, happy, cheerful person and I really, my soul was crying Um, and by year seven or eight I literally wore black every day, I was um, drinking a lot of alcohol, I was in a very dark, difficult, kind of weird place in my life and um, around that time lots of different people started coming into my life. including um, a lady who was into astrology and meditation, my first yoga teacher, um, my first life coach. All these people started coming in. I think, you know, angels started coming in to kind of rescue me and they did. Um, And with all of that, I ended up quitting the business and leaving and writing off my BMW, letting go of absolutely everything and moving to India um and I got to India became a trained as a yoga teacher and at that time I kind of opened up this channel within me that I didn't know existed so I was um channeling doing a r- card readings for people cr- crystals like every, a reiki master I was just doing all these things like it was just like open channel it was pretty um, like amazing um and I went to India for a month and I ended up there for nearly a year. Um, And that was a huge, just massive spiritual awakening. Um, So when I got back to Ireland after being in India, Nepal, I moved to a new city. And I kind of just at this stage was in. I don't know if anyone's ever read the Surrender Experiment, but I was just like, Whatever is being presented to me, I followed. Like so, I just did it. So I was presented with sound singing bowls when I was in Nepal, and I trained in that. And then I brought them with me to Ireland. Um, And then I woke up one morning. I said, "I'm going to Dublin to a new city." And I got there, and I was like, "Okay, what am I going to do now?" And I think I'm (laughs) going to move to Dublin. And some of my friends from like back in uni were like, "Well, where are you going to live?" And I was like, "I don't know." And one said, "I have a spare room. You can have my single room." And I was like, "Okay." Um, And other one said, "How are you going to get around?" I said, "I don't know." you have my bicycle. So I was given a bicycle and I was given a room. And that's really how I started this kind of current, like similar, this iteration with 50 euros and some singing bowls. Um, and I started really in Dublin on a on a you know whim and just every day was presented with more and more opportunities and at that after several months I'd built up a very busy practice working with clients one to one. I was the singing bowl girl, like I was selling bowls, I was doing trainings um, and I was working with clients and teaching yoga. So you know it was all going great. And uh, at that stage then I had just he- earned kind of enough money to be able to pay rent my friend didn't charge me any rent and she said when your yoga classes are full we'll let you we'll we'll let you move out um so you know there was a lot of support energetically for me at that time and there always is anyways but um I found a lovely new apartment and when I moved in I was going to share with a a friend of mine and when I moved into this apartment I said to her I'm not leaving here until I move in with my husband and she rolled around laughing at me like (laughs) yeah or whatever yeah yeah yeah. and I was like I'm serious and literally at that time I had this like I'm going to feng shui this place so I set up my whole bedroom for love I set up loads of things around my apartment from just those books that I'd had and um, and then you know when the student's ready the teacher appears some feng shui masters two different masters came to Ireland very simultaneously like to Ireland it was very like what so that led me to really being like okay Pay attention. So I did the little bits around my house and very soon afterwards I met my now husband Um, I moved up here to our house in the countryside and I walked around and I was like he's feng shui this. And he had been into feng shui since he was about in his 20s and had been going through his own personal transformation and um just thought like, well, you know, if your inner world is a mess, like if your external world is a bit of a mess, of course, it's going to reflect back your inner. It's all a mirror. So he was very on that practical side of it. And I was more like the energetics of it. Um, so after a few months of us living here, I just said, I'm going to do this feng shui. You know, I really want to do this. I want to train and do more. And he said, me too. So we both trained together to become feng shui masters. And it was like we would no expectations no idea of what it was going to result in like I knew everyone was asking me how did you meet Ken and I was like I did this stuff in my bedroom you know <laughs> um, but we we came back and did what I now do with my clients which is pretty much what acupuncture is it's, uh, is, it's acupuncture for your home like shamanic energy work for your home we did that mm. and within weeks I had a six-figure windfall my business completely exploded. I got like way more clients. Ken stepped into more flow. People like I knew randomly stopped me in the street and were like, "Oh, I saw your email. Will you come function in my house?" Blah, blah blah. And I was like, "Oh, okay, okay." So um, it just all happened. Um, and with that synergy of me starting with the energy in our own home, um, I would go then to work with my clients. So I was helping clients like clear and become clearer connected spirit release past all of that stuff with them but the thing is they weren't seeing this jump to where i wanted them and they were doing all the right things like you know they were doing the mantras the affirmations doing qigong acupuncture coming to me for healing eating vegetarian food you know they were doing all the things that we think are going to help raise your vibration Mm -hmm. and help you move but they weren't seeing the biggest shift so I would start saying, "Tell me about your bedroom. What's going on in your living room? How long have you lived in your house? Has this been a recurring thing?" And that was when it all, like the penny dropped for me, was that all this inner work is profoundly amazing and transformational. But if your home, which actually, from a feng shui, um, from a, um, a Chinese uh, um, philosophy point of view, um, actually dictates 30% of your life. If your home is ba- like off, if the energy is not good there, you're basically not seeing the shift that you want to see because your home is just, it's a very dense energy. It's there. It doesn't really change. Um, and only if we make the intention to change it. So that's when we started seeing like really profound results with our clients, not just for us, and um, we decided to move. Yeah, well, we wanted to go on honeymoon. We were getting married. I wanted to go on honeymoon. So I was like, okay, well, I'm doing this in-person stuff. What will we do? I was like, let's go to let's go to India. We went to India and we ended up guided to go to Bali. And when we got to Bali, Ken was to get work from his old business. And he didn't get any. And people started asking me about feng shui online. So we created um, our now program called Powerhouse Feng Shui. We've worked with thousands of women all over the world feng shuiing their homes and what's unfolded is is just been absolutely mind-blowing like my results are amazing my clients are absolutely insanely phenomenal like so it's just built more and more momentum for people to realize that your home has a potency and a power and it's impacting you whether you like it or not (laughs) like it you know and um You know it's yeah it's been amazing. So that's a long story.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh, I have so much to unpack here, and I don't even know where to start. This is so exciting. Mm. It sounds you went you went on like an eat pray feng shui tour of your own. (laughs) Yes, Um, totally. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. Um, Okay, so so much I want to ask you about here. So this immediately actually, so I'm certified as a human design. Reader, and when I learned, I don't know if you've, you're into human design, but when I learned about having like an open identity center, which means mm-hmm. if you have an open identity center, you really attract, and you, um, your surroundings affect how you feel and how, and like truly how you feel about yourself. And I was mm-hmm. getting so confused how why I was like so picky about my surroundings and how my surroundings would affect me so deeply. Um, And so learning about feng shui and how that works, it just makes – I've experienced it, and I Mm. will notice, like, sometimes I'll even, like, splurge on a hotel just because I know it will give me, like, this energetic upgrade. I know that's not Mm. what you're teaching in feng shui, but just to highlight the importance of your surroundings and Mm. something that no one – really considers you know it's like when you're feeling down or feeling anxious you don't really think of oh well maybe I should rearrange the furniture you know what I mean like it just you don't really think about that so I'm so excited to unpack this so if you can answer this like what is the premise of feng shui like how does it work and how come by changing the surroundings around you it actually impacts your anxiety levels and just impacts your day-to-day life?
0: so basically feng shui is acupuncture for your home so if your home is off balance you're going to be off balance like it's going to send you off whack so essentially like um there's a lot of misconceptions about what feng shui is and people will think it is about moving furniture it's about getting rid of all things and you know they are contributors but actually every single being every single item every single home has its own energy frequency um and you will know from human design just like a um and actually this is perfect so when you're doing someone's chart a human design chart you need their date of birth their location of birth and you generate the chart we do exactly the same for feng shui the thing is most people think and it's like comparing your star signs in the back of a newspaper to a human design personal reading, it's the exact same thing. When I work with a client and when we work with Feng Shui on a deeper level, every house is bespoke, just like every person. And we create a natal chart and we will see what is going on energetically in the home. And then we will um, look at balancing it using five element theory. So fire, water, metal, earth, wood to balance and harmonize these areas every part of your home just like the human design chart everything represents something like this means this if it's your, you know if it's open or closed if it's got a number its combinations you know um, mm. every single part of your home represents a different part of your life so people will ask me well how do you know if my house, how do i know if my house is bad feng shui and i'm like just look at your life <laughs> like <laughs> what's going on in your life <laughs> you know it is a mirror and we attract the house that mirrors our current beliefs and what happens to people who come into my world is that they are stuck or they're like something has got to change but I'm doing all the things like they've got the list. I've got I'm, my vision board is made. I'm doing the tapping. I know my human design. <laughs> like, you know, they know all the stuff, but they're hitting some kind of plateau. I still haven't met my soulmate. My business still isn't soaring to the success. It should be for the amount of hours I'm putting in for it. I still like my husband is fighting me all the time. Like he or his stuff is happening or the kids don't want to come home, you know, there's some kind of thing. Um, and then when I get the chart, I'm like, well, it's probably you have it when you're looking at human design. You're like, oh, well, that's because of this. (laughs) And that's exactly what it is in feng shui. Except most people think feng shui is like, I'm going to tell you where to put your couch. I don't care where your couch goes most of the time.
1: (laughs) Oh, okay. I was totally misinformed about this. So this is so interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I, on this podcast, we talk a lot about money. I also teach money, money attraction, and i just love talking about money so i'd love to know about from you you know what is the connection between money and feng shui
0: mm-hmm. great question so um if we just go back even to the roots of the description of what feng shui translates to so feng shui translates to good health and good harvest so this is a five thousand year old practice and harvest is really what you reap, it's your money, basically. Um, And actually, feng shui is very, in China um, and in the East, it is very much focused around money. Um, And even in the West, every Whole Foods has been feng shui'd, believe it or not.
1: (laughs) And everyone knows how much money they spend in Whole Foods. (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna like that explains so much.
0: (laughs) So um, uh, huge businesses and corporations all do to use feng shui and the reason that they use feng shui is because um, buildings can be very supportive for money or very very unsupportive for money and literally they can be um, it can be kind of the reason why some people feel like they have a leak in their bank account you know you're just like what is happening or they make a load of money and it disappears and um, oftentimes it can be very much in sync with the energetics of their home
1: mm-hmm. and
0: um when we, when we look at homes, there are different types of houses. So if you, um, on my website, there's a quiz. Um, and in Feng Shui, there are four different house types. I don't really usually go into this on podcast because it's a little bit more specific, but you've asked about money. so We love specific. If you, so if you go onto um, my website, there's a quiz, which you can do for yourself. But in Feng Shui, there's four different house types. So for example, I, I don't know how this would relate even back into human design, but there's kind of like, um, for, I don't know, it's actually very similar like manifesting, manifestor generator, projector. You know, they just have the four different types. There's four different house types. And basically, your house is going to be one of those four types. And um, it's going to be good for people which just means that everyone gets on well, nice, no major health things. And they. this is just a very high level. Like, you know, I suppose it's similar, like manifesting generator. That's, this is the higher level description, but there's way more underneath that's deeper about mm. the actual person itself. So there's a house that can be good for people, good for money. This is the best type of house. Like I, I just know, if, like what I used to do in-person consults, I would know driving up the driveway. I'm like, yeah, okay, I know what this is. You know, or reading their questionnaire. I know their, their house is pretty good overall but there's always room for nice improvements and tweaks and the second house type is bad for people and bad for money that means that you know there's just a lot of drama there could be legal suits health issues drama 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 and then no money like literally it's like working so hard and money just vanishes into thin air that's kind of the worst so there's like the two extremes and then there's in the middle so there's the house that is good for people, um, but bad for money. Um, and that good for people, what is everyone gets on great, but the money thing is an issue. So there's always just like, Oh, a lack or on the, on the, on the edge. Um, and then the flip side is good for money, bad for people. And that's a very tricky house to live in because I lived in one of those houses when I was growing up. And around that time I got the book, you know, there's just no accidents, um, my parents' Mm. business was going really, really well. We upgraded to the area in town. Okay. So you're like, okay, now we have the address. We live in the right neighborhood in a house that people walked into and went, wow, you live here, like that kind of house. And everything was five star luxe. Beautiful. Like you, you just could not get a more beautiful home. Um, and this also is a really important thing to note. Like interior design and the aesthetics of a house is not feng shui. That's interior design. Like, you know, that's, they don't, we don't give fashion advice. Uh, acupuncturists don't give fashion advice. So it, it could be beautiful, but still be a terrible house to live in. So that house was amazing. But we had so much crap, like crap happen that you just could not make up. There was like legal suits, sickness, health issues, drama. Like it was just a, like it was like, what just happened to our family? <laughs> and it was like once we moved out of that home, all that stuff just kind of disappeared into a new house and um, that was and wow. I remember driving past that house a few years like after I did this training, after I'd like traded in feng shui I was like oh that house I know exactly what was that house! um so difficult so that's kind of a very like basically on a higher level the house that you're living in could just be bad for money and you could be doing all of the mindset the clearing the money blocks the manifesting the attracting and and then still be like what the hell? And get like little trickles of results, but not the big overwhelming like, wow, that's just all worked, you know? Um, and that's what we see with our clients. Like we have clients who will get like a windfall. They'll get like bank money from a bank, like paying them back saying, oh, you overpaid your mortgage by 30,000, here's 30,000 back. And they're like, "Oh, oh my God, what the hell? All I did was put my feng shui in. But like they've just opened up. To aligning abundance, so that's a very higher level um, perspective of money and feng shui. Um, and then when we look into just feng shui itself, there's many different parts of a house that could be impacting finances. So, for example, like simple things like dripping taps. Money is connected to water, the flow of water. Um, And um, if money is dripping away, just think every little drip is $50 down the drain. Bye, 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 bye. bye. Gone. Like every little drip. Um, So there's like small, everything is kind of symbolic in your home. It's a mirror of where you are. So having broken things or eating off chipped plates or um, just not like, tending on like, you to talking about like big being a lovely hotel like you feel the vibration and energy everything being a bit m- more luxe more beautiful and um, it doesn't necessarily need to be more luxury or beautiful just functional and working and operating because otherwise it's going to be depleting you
1: mm, okay wow this is so incredible i'm like writing down notes as you're talking <laughs> i'm like okay um I'm definitely taking your course after this, by the way. (laughs) I need some serious feng shui right now. Um, So what are some specific tips? Actually, sorry, before I jump into that, I want to ask you, what if the listeners are listening and they're getting this, you know, intuitive hit of, I, you know, I have some serious changing to do around my home or feng shui implementing, but they can't move. Moving is not an option. Oh my God.
0: You don't ever have to move. I've never ever told anyone they need to move like the whole idea feng shui is that it balances your home and we've had houses clients come and live in the worst scenario house and then it's like oh it's all flowing now and we're happy. I live in a good for people. Like we literally can turn houses good for people, good for money and the energy. Like that is all possible. Um, but it's the thing is for me, my job, I feel like is an, an awareness flag. It's like, oh my God, like nobody knows this.
1: Just going to take a quick break to tell you about something so exciting. So you guys, I launched my one-to-one coaching only twice a year. And guess what? We're in enrollment phase right freaking now. So what is my one-to-one coaching and who is it for? My one-to-one coaching is for anyone who is hoping to build a life of financial time and location freedom. You want to build and grow your business. You want to be able to work from anywhere in the world, have location freedom, and heal your money um, beliefs once and for all. If you want to double your business, find your passion, um, create systems and strategies that allow you to grow and scale beyond a life you've ever imagined, this is for you. So, I only work with people who are ready, who want to go to the next level, and are ready to commit to this next level version of them. So. If that sounds like you and you want someone in your corner to cheer you on, to hold you accountable and to give you advice and tips on literally exactly how to make your dreams a reality, then check out the link in my bio. It's to apply to join my one-to-one coaching and there's more information there. Um, I highly recommend that you read the testimonials of past um, clients who I've worked with to see that the success that they've been through, you know hitting their first 10k months, hitting their first 20k months, um, you know, increasing their income 700%. This has all happened. And even just clients who've just started their freedom business and now run a business that allowed them to quit their, um, nine to five job. All my babes who started with me last cohort who were still working nine to five have all quit and now they're self-sustained. Isn't that crazy? So yeah, so excited. So if you want to learn more, check out the link in my bio. It feels like a hell yes. Um, I welcome you to apply. And if you have any more questions, please message me on Instagram. I'm so happy to answer them. All right, babes, back to the episode.
0: My job, I feel like, is an an
1: awareness flag. It's
0: like, oh my God, like nobody knows this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and even though I'm deep into this work, this is like hasn't really come across my awareness yet. So it's been so fascinating even just listening to all of this and just becoming aware of it. I was like, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. And definitely can't wait to tell my clients about it either. So between coming to you and being like, Patricia, like, there's something going on. And then, you know, living in this house that is good for money, good for people, what is the timeline that people could expect between – you know, potentially crisis to abundance?
0: I've had clients see transformation sometimes within 24 hours. Like, so for example, Talmar joined my program and, um, she wanted more visibility in her business and her career. Um, and then she worked, we worked on just a few tweaks, like her career area in particular needed some fire element. So we added some red into that area. And I don't, this isn't for everybody. It's very specific. Um, and literally the next day she got, um, a phone call from a board of like amazing management board that were like, Hey, can you, can you come and speak for us at this event? she's like, yeah, sure. Her son won a $70,000 scholarship the same day. And her husband got a new contract for build, a building contract. He was a builder all in one day. And it was just like, what? All we did was this one thing. So like, I feel like it's it, it depends on the client. Sometimes we see things very immediate and other times it takes time because like, it depends on the house energy. It actually depends also on the personal openness and preparation for change. Like we've had one client who basically had an old boss of her um hers pay her mortgage off he she just met him and he want a he became a multimillionaire overnight, and they used to always keep in touch and he's just like i i i want to clear your mortgage two hundred and seventy thousand
1: wow <laughs> like when we had, okay.
0: like like the stuff that I hear like is just like
1: what <laughs>
0: and and, you know then you have this other night other things like you know the money thing is amazing but you know I have a client Tina who's like she's like her kids used to fight all the time and now they just love on each other and hug each other and they get on really well and they're excited to see each other and she's like like okay we've had great stuff happen with our finances but now I'm in a house with happy kids you know like that's priceless (laughs) you know like this is the this is it and and other things that i see is that like when you know feng shui is very much connected to the idea of yin and yang energy this idea of keeping things in balance the philosophy of the dao when we're tapping a house into universal source energy we're tapping it into alignment with the universe so then you are then pushed to be going into alignment so i see my clients like going from you know I really want to be this like spiritual teacher to um doing copywriting that they're like I don't even feel aligned with this but I'm just doing it Mm because it pays the bills to like OMG I have my dream clients I have a wait list I'm doing exactly what I want I love it so there's this sense of like pushing you into alignment now it depends how far off alignment you are (laughs) you know (laughs) because that can take a shift you know so it's um It's a dance in tapping into that flow and how willing you are to um, be a
1: participant in the change. (laughs) Of course, that makes complete sense. I'm like just curious to ask this question. What has been one of your biggest, I'm not going to say favorites because I'm sure they're all your favorites, but like the biggest standout transformation that you've seen um, among your clients, the one that was potentially most memorable? so i
0: god i just i'm just thinking of all these names like anne-marie katie emma i've got like all the names coming (laughs) to me and like i just love um uh let me see who katie so katie um or actually this one gail because gail gail came to me and i remember it's like one of the early day ones um and she sent me a message and she was like this was supposed to be our dream home and everything has fallen apart since we moved in so she sent me a picture of her house and honestly you could not get a more beautiful home in amongst the trees in nature I can see why she thought it was going to be her dream home like it was beautiful like forest and woodland and beauty like <gasps> um, and she was on the verge of divorce Her kids didn't want to come home and her business was like scraping by. She was doing, she was online and I think that year she'd made 19,000 in her business. So fast forward, feng shui, it was the, it was a worst case scenario. Like imagine like this was supposed to be our dream home. Everything's falling apart. And I was like, send me everything. So we did everything. And then, um, like it was just so beautiful herself and her husband are getting like, we're just like totally back together, happy out her business made six figures, her kids were so happy, like, just like way better. Um, and then she just went on to, like, train in feng shui, because she's like, this stuff is so, <laughs> amazing. you know, so it actually, like, I think for me, that was one of the very first ones that was just like, look at this, like, and it's every part of your life. Um, and it's just, It just happens over and over again, you know, and that's the thing for us. It's like, you know, it's, and it's the big wins and the small wins. We have a lot of momentum in our community because we share our wins every Friday. So when we share a win on a Friday, it also encourages someone new or someone who's like, Oh, I haven't done that bit of homework. I haven't done that yet to do it because it's just this momentum. And for me, um, we do feng shui like differently as in we do it virtually we support our community our to our community in a, a beautiful community and we also do a lot of that kind of like re-envisioning a new future a lot of people in my world and when they come in they're kind of feeling stuck going like oh my god like how does it get any worse than this and i'm like let's focus on what it is that you want let's raise that conch your own consciousness as we raise the consciousness of your house because as we raise the consciousness of your home it will bring you to a new state um, and it will facilitate the transformation um, for everybody. Like and the fun ones are like when it's like the cynical husband kind of says, oh, yeah, do what you like, do the thing for your feng shui or whatever. And then they get the promotion and the pay rise and see all these things. And then they're like and then the wife is coming into the group and say, oh, yes, remember that cynical guy? Yes, he's just gone and helped me with this <laughs> to do this yeah. for me.
1: We're like, yes. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love when people just—they're so cynical about something, and then they'll work, and then you're like, "Told you so, <laughs> told you." I know. And um, I think the thing is, um, women are very
0: attracted to it because there's a there's a connection with the home, and they're like, hmm. "Yes, I want to make this a home, a sanctuary, a space for everybody to flourish," um, and. They have more of that intuitive guidance, so I'm just like trust that intuitive wisdom, like trust that knowledge, and um, the others around you may not. Um, and you've got our back; we've got your back. you back, you know, with it.
1: Yeah, of course. It sounds amazing. So all of my listeners are probably like, "All right, we get it. <laughs> this is so important. I'm so intrigued now. Like, I'm, I'm in. Are there any at home things that my listeners can implement? Specific you know feng shui tips that they can just implement overnight just to see a quick change um in improving their home
0: yeah well the very first thing I would say to you is to start outside your house like start outside your home and check in with like how you feel um do the quiz that I shared just to kind of give you a little indicator and don't panic just be like oh this is interesting now more of awareness of that um, and then start at the front of your house and just look at it. Like the face of your house is has eyes, it, the windows, the front door is the mouth. It's where it's the chi mouth, it's where all the energy comes in. So if you have a front door that you walk in, there's all weeds, there's like a broken welcome sign, the doorbell isn't working, you know. This is where we're trying to welcome in that chi and energy into our house. And if it looks untended to, uncared for, unloved, it is going to just reflect back the energy out of your home. So very much start with this kind of start with TLC in your home, you know, like really and, and the exterior. If it, the gate creaks, get some oil, like the noises, the thing, like just how like fresh eyes is the exercise I want everyone to do today. So when you get to your front door, does it open easily? Like, is it easy to get in? Because that, then is also that sense of like it can represent a struggle or something being hard, like you're pushing through something. So we don't want you to feel like you're pushing through muck. We want it to be like smooth and easy and welcoming. Um, And then coming around your house with this exercise of fresh eyes, pretend it is your first time visiting your home. Start to look at things from a place and um, you know, this isn't, a, this is not an exercise in getting depressed or upset about like the carpet is really grubby or the kitchen needs to be redone or that. You want to just make sure that it is function, that it's functioning, that it's okay. And if you're like, oh, I'd love to upgrade the carpet. Like that's not going to improve the feng shui. Number one, like it's like putting on lipstick and go, I feel nice and the lipstick. The lipstick goes and you don't know, change, you know? So just realize that like, the things like that may not be that they're not going to cure it, but what they will, but you can be like, Oh, I'm going to get new carpet and then go to the carpet shop and get a piece of it. Like do some little fun manifesting, put a piece of it, like, That's going to be my new carpet. Like allow yourself to start to tuning into raising your spirits around your home because it is listening. It has a consciousness. It is listening. The more you start to appreciate tend to your home, the more it will reciprocate by being more there for you. And so looking around with fresh eyes and being like, our home is often we decorated very unconsciously. So we don't realize that it is kind of like decorated and the things up on our walls and the pictures and the stuff that we have on our walls is very much a mirror of what's going on in our unconscious as opposed to our conscious mind. So what you wanna do is like with fresh eyes, be like, who gave me this picture? Do I love it? What does it represent? Does it bring me joy? Does it make me feel good or not? You know. Start to tune into that because that's all affecting your subconscious. For me, like when I'm working with clients, that's something we always do. But we're we're doing deeper work. And for you on your surface level, you can start there today, like looking at everything. So I don't know why this is coming into my mind, but it is. So I talked about years ago in my work, in my old business, in the old business, my family business, that I, um, that I was very miserable. It was a very unhappy time for me. It was a quite toxic lifestyle that I was living. And here is an exam- exact example of Patricia completely decorating unconsciously her home. Um, so a couple of years ago, they that business, they sold it and a few pieces, a uh, few items came from it that were like, oh, what about this? What about that? And my mom was like, oh, do you want the piano? And I was like, sure. So beautiful piano comes from there. I totally did not even think about it. I had no like aware. I just was like, oh, yeah, yeah, piano. Cool. Maybe I'll learn. Ken was like, maybe he'll learn. So the piano came into our house. It was over in our um, new beginnings area, creativity, new beginnings area for a few years and this year after, like I've been just doing this fresh eyes thing for a while with people saying like do fresh eyes. I was like, I need to do fresh eyes at my whole house. So I was starting it again. I'm like, oh my God, I have this giant piano. That's like, you know, this is me. Like I teach this stuff. We still don't see what's in our areas. Like um what's in the space that we just like, oh, we walk past it. We're totally unconscious of what's in the space. So the piano was there and I was like, oh my God, that just has to go. It just has to go. It was this huge piece of... And the thing is, there's a dance with that one because it's like this beautiful piano. And then there's this, oh, well, I don't want to get rid of it. Like, it's worth a fortune, number one. Number two, it's nice to have a piano in your house. Like, the ego is like, oh, it's lovely to have a piano in your house. And even I said to Ken, we'll we'll get rid of the piano. He's like, oh, no. And I'm like, it doesn't get played. It's not it. Plus, it's like totally attached to that pastime that I'm like, that I don't even want to even remember or have energetically in my house and once we got there I was like okay that has to go and I can feel I could feel a change the minute it walked out left I was like wow like our house is feng shui loads of good things happen in our our lives like we're constantly in a positive state of flow in our lives like it's not that it was going to make it wasn't like oh my god it's impacting me terribly but when it went I felt a shift and we Mm -hmm. just like even people come in and they're like wow that place, that space feels so different. And I've got a lovely red cabinet there that I love now. And, you know, it's like, it's like what is in your home that is uh, literally attached to your past that is not a positive memory? That is, you know, is your home a like basically a temple to your past, like a shrine to your past or a celebration of where you are going? you know, what it is that you want to create, you know, you can use your home like a vision board for your future. You can really use it for, um, you know, for you to kind of think about what are the things that you want to create and call in.
1: Beautiful. I love that. I'm like literally looking around right now. I'm like, okay, what needs to go? What needs to go? (laughs) Um, I'll often do that with my clothing. You know, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. That's kind of my motto. Everyone listening knows like, yeah, if it's not hell, yes, it's hell, no. And this leads me to another question. So a lot of my listeners are also entrepreneurs and my mind immediately goes to our desk. So we have a desk area, you know, how we have things sitting on our desk is like, I don't know if this is a specific question, but this is where my brain is going. Can the desk affect the way that you show up to work and how you, you know, attract clients and things like that? Like, is your desk affecting your business from a feng shui standpoint?
0: Yes, it is. Um, so there's, um you know, for entrepreneurs, I would say to you, this is even more important because not only most of us are working from home. So your feng shui is affecting your business and your life. Like, so it's like relationships, but also the number of clients you have, like it's everything. Um, so when it comes to your desk, I would say to you, there's a few like core things to set up around your desk. Like what's on your desk is also important to look at. Like, do you keep your desk kind of clear? Like I can tell you exactly what's on my desk right now. I've got um, my cup of tea, my phone, a little inspirational quote, my pen and my notepad and my book, a book that I'm working on at the moment. So, you know, I've got a little quote. Um, so that's it, my stand for my laptop. You know, if you if your desk is covered in stuff, It's going to really, really affect, you know, it's the same as like a cluttered desk is a cluttered mind. So there's no space for opportunities. The positioning of the desk is also really important. And this is something that most people kind of overlook. And in feng shui, there's only two places that I really am concerned about people. furniture position like that's it the rest in most rooms houses it's designed where it needs to go um but the desk I highly recommend you sitting with your back to a wall um and you can see the door so I am mm-hmm. just looking at you right now my back I was like I hope
1: that's what a wardrobe <laughs> yeah <laughs> this I have two doors but then I also have a door in front of me there's a lot of doors in this room
0: mm-hmm Um, I would position myself with the back to the wall um, so I can see what's coming in at me. Um, And there's a few Mm. things to that. First of all, the back to the wall gives you a sense of support. Um, second of all, when you have your back to the door and you can't see what's coming, you basically it's like a kind of a, you know, our reptilian brain is like in fight or flight. So we're like, oh, there's something could come. You know, we're just still in that state. We can put ourselves into a heightened st- state of just like insecurity and fear. And we're not going to be able to relax and get productive and creative from that state um but also having a good chair is really important like having a good solid chair is super important I highly recommend that Um, having that sense of support now for example I don't know if you can if you can move or not but if you can if you can't move say for example if your desk is back up against the wall pushing against the wall it is literally pushing away money pushing away opportunities like it is you're jammed up you're going nowhere so so when you flip it around you start to see things you start to see what's coming at you you have this sense of spaciousness um but if you can't change it for example in that job that I had years ago um my desk was not changeable uh there was it was down in the basement so we used to call it the dungeon not great um and I had a beautiful what I did then I was like oh man this is like really bad mung shui so I got myself a beautiful I took a photo of the view. It was by the sea, the the business. And I took a photo of the view and it was of the beach. It was beautiful. And I got it printed out huge and I made my own window. Like, so I looked like I had this expansive view looking out. So when you stood, you could see out this beautiful view. So that felt really nice. And um, so you could have that there at the wall, like if you can't change it. And if you are sitting with your back to the wall, uh, faced in just have a small mirror on your desk so that you can see what's coming. So you're just like, Oh, okay. I have a small mirror. I can see what's coming.
1: Mm-hmm. Does this zoom thing work? Cause I can see what's coming. <laughs> it kind of
0: does. Yeah. It kind of <laughs> does now. Yeah, for sure.
1: So I just purchased, um, a villa in Bali. So I'm in the process right now of actually renovating it. It's funny that you say that because this desk location is very temporary. I'm planning on moving it over here, which you can't, no one can see this right now, but, um, Mm -hmm. and I just intuitively was like, it doesn't make sense to look at a wall while you're working. Like that just feels very stagnant. It's boring. It feels like, just like, there's no flow, you know? Yeah. So, I feel like and I didn't know this before, this is why I'm so fascinated. is like Feng Shui is a lot about and similar principles of just like truly energy and how I teach yeah. money and how, you know, things flow. It like it makes so much conceptual sense of why how your home would also be and have its own energetic, you know, blueprint and how to change that, which will affect your life. Totally. Yeah, one hundred percent. And wow. no, and I
0: think and, um, and it's just getting people to realize that, you know? And I think, you know, so much awareness has been on ourselves, our own personal energy, our own vibration and frequency. And now it's like, you know what? There's another part. Um, and it's actually really, really powerful.
1: And especially now, you know, I know a lot of people are going back to work, but the whole past two years, everyone has been working from home. So mm. now more than ever... You realize like what it feels because a lot of people maybe, you know, home was like an in and out kind of thing like wake up, go to work, come back, go to bed. And I feel like after the work work from home era, you know, if we can call it that, people are starting to realize how important the home really is and how much of an impact it has on you. So totally. that's super fascinating. And I hope everyone listening to this episode is feeling inspired. And, you know, maybe there's been a, a few aha moments. I'm sure there has. I know there has for me. Yeah. So I just want to sure. thank you so much. Um, so You're I'm so sure welcome. everyone's like, where can I find you, Patricia? You know, how can we take your course? Like what's coming up next? Um, pimp yeah. yourself out.
0: So, um, you can come to patricialohan.com and at patricialohan.com, I actually have a free feng shui mini course, um, or you can go to freefeng shui course.com and, um, I have a free feng shui mini course that kind of gets you started on each of the rooms in your house. Um, and they, that will lead you into my powerhouse program. And I'm also on Instagram at powerhouse.feng shui or Patricia Lohan. I have my personal Instagram as well, which is just a fun account.
1: Perfect. Okay, we'll link that all below for you. And we'll also link the quiz that you mentioned earlier so that people can take that quiz. I'm literally taking it right after this uh, podcast. So (laughs) thank you so much, Patricia. Just one last question. Um, I always ask all my guests this, but what's one thing in your life that you're manifesting right now?
0: One thing in my life that I am manifesting right now is a book deal for my um, next book.
1: (gasps) Okay, congratulations. That's so exciting amazing thank you I'm very excited yes I'll keep my eyes out for that all right well thank you so much enjoy the rest of your evening and we'll talk to you guys soon I will thanks bye bye hey 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 before you go would you love a free money hypnosis you guys This is what I listen to every single night to rewire my subconscious mind so I can manifest the money that I desire. It is absolutely game changing. If you've heard me talk anything about subconscious mind and anything along the realms of healing your subconscious mind to help align you and attract money into your life, hypnotherapy is the way. It actually heals and rewires your subconscious mind to make it believe and truly allow it to believe that you deserve the money that you desire so if you want this free money hypnosis all you have to do is leave us a review you know honest review how you're feeling about the show take a screenshot right away and then send it to hello at marleyrose.ca and we will send you this free hypnosis You guys, it's going to be absolutely game-changing. It's how all my clients have manifested all their massive goals in their business and in their life. Okay, thanks so much, you guys. I hope it's a great tool for you to use in manifesting all the money that you desire. Lots of love.